0: Isaiah chapter 55 verse 1 Ho, every thirsty one, come ye to the waters, and he who hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy without money, and without price, wine and milk. This represents a spiritual promise. What Jesus offers, we can't pay money for. All we have to do is repent and believe in him, and then we can receive the water of living life, the milk that is fed to baby Christians, which is the basic tenets of the gospel, and we can receive the wine of his blood, shed for our forgiveness. All of this is metaphor for salvation. 2. Why do ye weigh money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which is not for satiety? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat good, and your soul doth delight itself in fatness. Don't focus on buying bread to eat to get physically fat, but eat the bread of my word, and then you will be spiritually fat. We need to hear the word of God and read it from the Bible. A lot of people are spiritually starved. You aren't going to really know the true word of God unless you read it for yourself in the Bible then the Holy Spirit will speak to you. 3. Incline your ear and come unto me, hear, and your soul doth live, and I make for you a covenant age during, the kind acts of David that are steadfast. If we listen to the Lord and we obey him, then he will have a covenant with us that lasts forever. It's the covenant of salvation. And the acts of David show us that this is from the tribe of Judah, the Lion of the King, and Jesus is the descendant of the tribe of Judah. He is our rightful King. 4. Lo, a witness to peoples I have given him, a leader and commander to peoples. And this is Jesus. He has authority to tell us what to do, and those of us who recognize his authority will receive salvation. 5. Lo, a nation thou knowest not, thou callest, and a nation who know thee not, unto thee do run, for the sake of Jehovah thy God, and for the Holy One of Israel, because he hath beautified thee. Revelation does say that all of the nations will visit Israel, getting judged by the saints and Jesus, settling disputes, and also learning wisdom and learning the law of the Lord from Jesus himself. The Holy One is Jesus, and he will beautify Jerusalem because he will be in it. Jesus is the most beautiful being in all existence, period, because he is God. He will be in his glorified form. Now, as a man, when he came in a mortal body, he was not handsome. But in his glorified form, he will be the most beautiful thing we have ever seen. 6. Seek ye Jehovah while he is found, call ye him while he is near. During the thousand year millennial reign, people will be very wise to seek him, and now, when we still have a chance for salvation, we will be wise to seek him now. We are not guaranteed tomorrow, so we need to seek Jesus today and get saved today. 7. Forsake doth the wicked his way, and the man of iniquity his thoughts, And he returneth to Jehovah, and he pitieth him, and unto our God, for he multiplieth to pardon. Now the one pitying is Jesus. He pities those who repent, and he pardons. He forgives many when they repent. And many people will repent when Jesus is in Jerusalem. So during the millennial reign, more people will get saved. Our time won't be completely up to receive salvation until Judgment Day which is after the millennial reign. But you don't know when you will physically die, so that's why you need to get saved today. 8. For not my thoughts are your thoughts, not your ways my ways, an affirmation of Jehovah. According to man's understanding, we always want to get revenge when someone hurts us, but God doesn't think that way. God wants us saved. He won't forgive us unless we repent, but he loves to forgive us. His thoughts are to have mercy and forgive people, but he won't be our doormat. We must repent. 9 For high have the heavens been above the earth, so high have been my ways above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. We cannot even comprehend the thoughts of God. 10 For as come down doth the shower, and the snow from the heavens, and thither returneth not, but hath watered the earth, and hath caused it to yield, and to spring up, and hath given seed to the sower, and bread to the water. This is a metaphor, and it says, just as the rain and the snow come down to earth, and water the seeds, so that herbs and food spring up, and we can have bread to eat. 11. So is my word that goeth out of my mouth, It turneth not back unto me empty, but hath done that which I desired, and prosperously effected that for which I sent it. He completes the metaphor by saying, just as the water comes down and allows crops to grow so that you can eat bread, my word, when it comes down, becomes bread of life, and it saves people. And that's how we know that in a lot of churches they're not speaking the word of God, because people will go there for years and years and never get saved. 12. For with joy ye go forth, and with peace ye are brought in. The mountains and the hills break forth before you with singing, and all trees of the field clap the hand. This says that, when salvation comes, even the trees will rejoice and sing and clap. We will see that one day when we get to heaven, the trees and the grass and the flowers, praising God. 13. Instead of the thorn come up doth fir, instead of the briar come up doth myrtle, and it hath been to Jehovah for a name, for a sign age during, it is not cut off. Myrtle is a precious wood that grows in Israel. It says that instead of weeds, precious trees will grow like the fir and the myrtle. And that will happen in Jerusalem and in heaven. There won't be any weeds in heaven or briars or thorns or anything like that. It's going to be glorious. And the millennial reign of Christ is going to be a taste of heaven on earth. And it will also be glorious. And that concludes Isaiah chapter 55.